Hello, and welcome to the turbulent world of Middle East soccer, or Mid-East soccer podcast. I am your host, James Dorsey. When Saha Khodayari this week set herself alight in front of a Tehran courthouse, she indicted world soccer body FIFA, its Asian regional group, the Asian Football Confederation, AFC, and their presidents, Gianni Infantino and Sheikh Salman bin Ibrahim al-Khalifa. Messrs. Infantino and al-Khalifa have been selective in their support for women's soccer rights. Mr. Infantino was in the White House to urge U.S. President Donald Trump to endorse equal pay for male and female players on the same day that FIFA expressed regret at the death of Mrs. Khodayari, but did nothing to force Iran to lift its ban on women attending male sporting events. The statement called on Iranian authorities to ensure the freedom and safety of any woman engaged in this legitimate fight to end the stadium ban for women in Iran, but failed to exert a price for continued maintenance of the ban. Dubbed Blue Girl, a reference to the color of her favorite story Tehran soccer team, Estiklal FC, Mrs. Khodayari put herself on fire after hearing bystanders speculate that the Revolutionary Court could that day sentence her to two years in prison for openly committing a sinful act by appearing in public without a hijab and insulting officials. Mrs. Khodayari was charged after being stopped by security in March as she sought to enter Tehran's Azadi Stadium, dressed as a man, to watch Estekhal play an AFC Asian Cup match against the United Arab Emirates' Al Ain FC. Mrs. Khodayari's disguise is standard practice for activist female soccer fans in a football-crazy country that has the questionable honor of being the world's only nation to bar women from attending male sporting events. Saudi Arabia, the only other country that long maintained a similar ban, abolished the restriction in 2017 as part of Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman's social reforms. In a wave of outrage on Twitter under the hashtag BlueGirl, Iranian Deputy Telecommunications Minister Amir Nazimi thundered, the death of Blue Girl is a conviction for all of us. Mulanim, another tweeter, went a step further, pointing fingers at FIFA. Saha Khodayari burnt herself to death in protest. When would you actually do something, FIFA? She tweeted. Taken together, the two tweets put responsibility on the Iranian government for its discrimination of women and on global and regional soccer governors for allowing Iran to get away with it. FIFA announced this week that it was sending a delegation to Iran to monitor Iranian moves to allow women to attend World Cup qualifying matches. The problem is that FIFA has exerted punitive pressure only regarding World Cup matches, rather than threatening to ban Iran 
from all international soccer events if it fails to completely lift the ban. FIFA's push on World Cup matches could open the door to a complete lifting of the ban. Past experience, however, suggests that Iran could well treat granting women fans access to World Cup matches as an exception that confirms the rule. FIFA and the AFC are missing an opportunity to potentially force Iran to lift the ban completely, given that a barring of Iranian participation in international tournaments would add to the government's woes at a time that it is struggling to dampen the impact of harsh U.S. economic sanctions designed to persuade Iran to renegotiate the 2015 agreement that curbed the Islamic Republic's nuclear program. The sanctions were imposed last year after Mr. Trump withdrew from the agreement. Speaking to reporters, government spokesman Ali Rabai suggested that a threat by FIFA to exclude Iran from international matches could push the country's rulers over the hump. The government's general view is to allow women to enter football stadiums, and infrastructure is needed for women's presence in the stadiums, Mr. Rabai said. Mrs. Khodayari's self-immolation, alongside the refusal by an Iranian judoka to withdraw from the 2019 Judo World Championships in Japan on orders of the government, sparked a Twitter hashtag, ban IR sports federations, that this month has been used by tens of thousands of uh, social media users. Taking the call for a ban on Iranian participation in international tournaments and their qualifiers literally, Ali Karimi, a past Asian footballer of the year and top Iranian player, opted to lead the way and set an example for FIFA and the AFC. Mr. Karimi advised his 4.5 million followers on Instagram that he would boycott soccer matches in protest against the ban on women. His post was liked more than 100,000 times in less than 30 minutes. Amir Etemadi, a liberal activist, seconded Mr. Karimi's decision, tweeting that it is time to boycott Iranian sports globally and domestically. The Ban IR Sports Federation's hashtag constituted a protest against government interference, a no-no under the rules that govern global sports governance and insist on maintaining a largely fictitious separation of sports and politics. The online protest was sparked when top-ranking judoka Saeed Molai said he feared for his safety because he had rejected a demand to withdraw from the tournament in Japan to avoid the risk of having to face an Israeli athlete. Mr. Molai was fa spared facing the Israeli after being defeated in the semi-final. Iran extends its refusal to recognize Israel to barring its athletes from competing against Israelis in international tournaments, a violation of rules governing those competitions. State interference in sport competitions is not acceptable, but somehow the Islamic Republic has been practicing it for many years without facing its consequences, tweeted Iranian sculptor 
Azin Sadati Schmutzer, said Human Rights Watch, FIFA's long delay in enforcing its own rules means the ban continues and leaves the brave women and girls in Iran who challenge the ban exposed to harassment, beatings, and arrests by the Iranian authorities. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. A written version of this podcast is on my blog, The Turbulent World of Middle East Soccer, at mideastsoccer.blogspot.com. Please join me for my next podcast in the coming days. All the best and take care.